Last year's flu season came at a time when people were social distancing, faithfully washing their hands and wearing masks to stop the spread of COVID-19. With online schooling and office closures also in play, the flu season was almost non-existent. But with the easing of pandemic restrictions, this year could be a different story. It is the perfect storm that's potentially brewing out there. If COVID remains bad and it's a bad flu season, it could completely overwhelm our healthcare system in our whole country. And we could potentially not have enough ventilators or not have enough respiratory machines, not have other vital equipment that we need to, to take care of huge amounts of patients. That's Dr. Charles Breger, Novant Health Medical Director of Corporate Health, and you're listening to Novant Health Healthy Headlines. I'm your host, Gina DiPietro. Tens of thousands of hospitalizations each year could be avoided if more people got the flu vaccine. And keeping flu patients out of the hospital is vitally important with the latest surge in COVID patients. You know, COVID is still really strong out there. And if you get COVID and then you get the flu, it could really be a twindemic, as we talked a little bit about last year in terms of causing much more severe illness, having one disease after the other, and especially in a relatively close period of time. You know, it takes your body a while to recover from an illness. I was curious if someone could have flu and COVID at the same time. Yeah, you certainly can, but it's relatively uncommon to have two different viruses at the same time. The flu shot is recommended for anyone six months and older with rare exceptions. A primary care physician can answer those questions or check out our latest cold and flu stories on healthyheadlines.org. Here again is Dr. Berger. There is a variable degree of effectiveness from the flu vaccine. In a good year, it's thought to be about 60% effective. In a bad year, it's thought to be about 40% effective. We don't know if it will be closer to 60 this coming flu season or 40. Time will tell, and it's really important I think just as much this year as it was last year to go ahead and get your flu shot, get it soon. If you get it in October, that kind of gives you pretty good protection all the way through April, which is usually the end of flu season because you know flu season can start anytime after October. Most typically it doesn't start until January, February, but we have had some years where it's been bad in November and bad in December. Let's dive into that point he made about efficacy for just a moment. I've spent the past year and a half writing about COVID, and this fact has always stuck with me. While a vaccine's efficacy is important, what's equally as important, and in a lot of cases even more so, is how many people get it. If a small number of people get a very effective vaccine, it's not going to make a dent in a community's disease progression. But if every single person got vaccinated, it would make a huge difference in disease burden. Bottom line, it's a community effort that goes for flu and COVID. If you haven't been vaccinated for either, you can get both in one visit. I'll let Dr. Berger explain. It's fine to get them both at the same time. They're both inactivated vaccines, which means there's no live virus in either one of them and not in any of the COVID vaccines that are approved or in the flu vaccines that are approved. So, and yes, CDC has said that, you know, it is fine to get them both at the same time. And uh, it's kind of efficient, isn't it? If you can walk into your primary care doctor's office at Novant and get your COVID vaccine and your flu shot. What would you say to a patient who said, well, I got the flu vaccine, so I don't need the COVID vaccine or vice versa. That's a great question. 
the COVID illness is caused by SARS-CoV-2, right? It's a coronavirus. The influenza vaccine, its components are different influenza strains. So they're really different types of viruses. I've heard that younger children may be even at a higher risk this flu season due to low immunity from either not having had any natural exposure or possibly not having been vaccinated in previous years. You know, school sent kids home last year. Do you think that that is true? It certainly is a concern in the medical community for exactly the reason you said. People have been out less, they've been getting sick less. So almost everyone that I know has not had any significant illness other than perhaps COVID for a year or a year and a half. Natural immunity from different adenoviruses, which are common cause of common cold and other viruses that cause upper respiratory infections is much lower. That may translate into a more severe flu season, especially for very young children. Healthcare systems have been working to overcome this notion of vaccine hesitancy, right? There's so much misinformation out there, and that is part of the reason why some people have not chosen to get their COVID-19 vaccines. Do you worry that sort of this notion of vaccine hesitancy that's been so in the news over the past year might spill over into flu shots as well? I think that it definitely does. People are wise to question things and to look into situations and look into the research and see what the experts say. But unfortunately, there's so much misinformation on social media, and a lot of that is propagated by people who are making really untrue allegations, saying the vaccine is not safe, whether it's the COVID vaccine or flu vaccine, and they are and I'm trying to steer people away from the negative connotations of vaccine hesitancy. And let's talk about vaccine confidence, about building vaccine confidence for flu vaccines and for COVID vaccines. And really, when you look at all the information out there at CDC that shows how tremendously safe COVID vaccines are and how safe flu vaccines are and how much they reduce you know, the death rates among our at-risk populations throughout our communities, that's what we need to focus on. Do you think that physicians also have opportunities to kind of build vaccine confidence, as you said, as they interact with their patients? It's an obligation as well as a privilege to try to share that information. But we all have seen what happens to people who can be severely stricken by a bad case of the flu. And we can share the fact that, yes, I myself am very confident in the safety of the flu vaccine. I step up, I get my flu vaccine right around October 1st. I want to get protected as quickly as we can. Is there anything else that you would hammer home for folks or anything else that we haven't touched on that you think is particularly important for people to know? One thing I like to stress is that, you know, we are in this for the long haul. I know that we all are tired of COVID. We've been living COVID for more than a year and a half now. And we're now in the midst of this fourth surge. It's on the way to becoming the worst surge we've had yet. And the vast majority of our people are unvaccinated in our hospitals. Similarly, we have to keep our guard up regarding flu. And, you know, people think, oh, all I need to do is protect myself against COVID. Well, you don't. You want to protect yourself against the flu also. And the more we can do to just kind of realize we need to stay the course, we need to do the mitigating strategies of social distancing and hygiene and masking, as well as getting our vaccinations, eat healthy, keep well hydrated, 
get a lot of rest, take good care of yourself, get some regular exercise, take your medications that you're supposed to. Don't forget the importance of every aspect of wellness for yourself and your family, which includes a lot of the things I just mentioned, as well as going to your doctor regularly. Fantastic. Well, this has been very informative. I appreciate your time, Dr. Berger. You're very welcome. Gina DiPietro again, and thank you for listening to this episode of Novant Health Healthy Headlines. I encourage you to visit healthyheadlines.org, where we have a wealth of content around cold and flu season and the latest on COVID-19. And one final reminder from Dr. Berger, keep your hands away from your face, wash them often, and wear a mask if you're in public, especially when you're inside. We hope you'll join us next time, but until then... Find the latest health information on Apple, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to Novant Health Podcasts.